What a Weird Week, the podcast for Friday, February 24th, 2023, the one with the very long tongue. And what is that tongue doing? It might surprise you. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Really weird tales. Well, I got a great show for you today. What's so wonderful? Weird stuff. You guys, thank you for coming back to What a Weird Week, or if it's your first time, thanks for being here. This is a top 10 of weird news items. Every Friday, we do a Weird News of the Week top 10 and put all the links and the videos and the photos in a show notes blog. Click show notes.page. That's the fastest way to get to the What a Weird Week stuff if you can't remember anything else. Show notes.page. Oh, check out YouTube as well. We'll put this in the show notes. We're starting up an enhanced video podcast. So enhanced, you guys. We just keep hitting the enhance button over and over. 10. Just hearing back the, uh, I don't know how breathy this is going to sound in a different um, setup today, recording the podcast, and I don't have too much learning about noise gates and stuff, but it sounds like I just ran a, some sort of race, some sort of running race. Anyway, we're going to motor through. 10. I thought New York alligators were just a legend, you guys. They just caught a gator at a park in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York, America. Brooklyn, New York, United States of America, North America, world, Earth, planet Earth. It's a four-foot gator swimming in a lake at Prospect Park in Brooklyn is where they found this gator. Gator is now at the Bronx Zoo. Police looking into how a gator ended up at a park in Brooklyn. They're not going with the theory that the gator was living in the sewer, though. Nine. We put a video in the show notes. Nine. Next gator story, please. This gator gave fist bumps, hundreds of fist bumps, and broke a world record. It was Albert the Alligator, who is the mascot of the University of Florida. Albert set a record for the most fist bumps by a mascot in three minutes. 340 fist bumps, a lot of fist bumps. Here's how you, if you want to set that record, maybe you're part of an organization where you have a mascot and you want to go for this obtainable world record. Here's how you do it. Your mascot stands in place and you recruit a bunch of fast runners to run in a circle and fist bump the mascot on the way by. They also played Eye of the Tiger. It helps if you play Eye of the Tiger in the background for motivation. We didn't get the rights. Eight. How long is the longest human tongue and what is he using it for? A guy from California named Nick has a tongue that's almost four inches long. And right away, when I read that, maybe you're doing the same thing. You hear four inches long. Wait a minute. Stick your tongue out. Oh, my tongue is about. So the world record for the longest tongue, they measure from the teeth outward. Basically, when you're sticking out your tongue, whatever is visible past your teeth that's how they measure, you guys. This Nick guy has started making paintings with his tongue. If you want to learn how to tongue paint, what Nick does is he wraps his tongue in plastic, dips it in paint, and then basically licks the canvas to make beautiful art. <laughs> and they call him Licasso. Hey, like Picasso, but licking. A licking Picasso named Licasso. In the story, they say some of his paintings have gone for like $1,200. It's not bad. Especially if the canvas tastes good. If you develop a taste for the canvas somehow, I mean... Seven. Updating the narrative of how the robots are soon going to enslave us all. Headline not written by AI. TheVerge.com has an article out about how AI can fool us all into thinking it's a real person. And not just a heartless, soulless, perhaps murderous robot. It's a great article if you want to understand AI chatbots like ChatGPT. The link is in the show notes. 
It seems like the AI train is rolling down the tracks and an awful lot of folks are either jumping on board or shaking their fists as the train leaves the station saying, get out of my station. You? That's me feigning anger at AI on a, on a train. So let me just say, I ain't had much learning, you guys, but this is my take on the article explaining how AI fools us into thinking it's a real person, that it can do more than it really can, or that it's wonderful, or that it's evil. We're all failing the mirror test. Here's the mirror test, kind of in a nutshell. If AI acts like us, we're more likely to believe it's a real conscious being rather than a soulless, perhaps murderous, piece of programming. So, like, we don't recognize ourselves in the mirror, essentially. That's the mirror test. We think there's someone else interacting with us, someone who tends to agree with our views, someone who seems like they like us. That's how AI is fooling us. We're failing the mirror test. I just failed it now because I'm, you know, instead of saying the program is doing this, I'm like, AI is out to get us, which, according to this article, not exactly true. I'm still skeptical. Anytime you've thanked Alexa for the information that she just provided, you have failed the mirror test, apparently. And I do that all the time, you guys. So I'm passing at being polite, but I'm failing the mirror test. It's an interesting article. The link is in the show notes. Whoops, there goes 40 grand. Sculpture accidentally smashed by guest. The artist is named Jeff Koons. I didn't know Jeff Koons' work until this article, but kind of famous. Some of his most famous sculptures look like they're made from balloons. The one in this story looked like a balloon dog. A visitor to this art fair in Florida accidentally kicked a stand and knocked over the balloon dog sculpture, and it smashed into a million pieces. Here's the quote. The piece fell after an unnamed art collector visiting the booth unintentionally kicked the pedestal during the fair's opening cocktail hour. These cocktail hours, you guys! Hey, I get it. You want your guests to be all boozed up and ready to buy, ready to splurge on some art, but it's all fun and games until a piece of $40,000 art gets knocked over. Artwork was covered by insurance, by the way. The artist has sold pieces for a lot more than $40,000, so it could have been worse. One piece... Balloon Dog Orange sold for almost $60 million years ago. Jeff Coons. My name is Jeff Coons. I work with balloons. Hey, that one writes itself, Jeff Coons. If you needed the advertising, maybe you don't need the advertising. Never mind. I learned a lot about the art world. I was watching some, I want to say it was maybe a Hallmark holiday movie. And this rich tycoon in his office had some kind of weird balloon dog sculpture and I was like that's weird what an odd choice for the set director now I realize I was staring at famous art that probably everybody knew except me anyway video and pictures in the show notes Five. mystery sphere washes up on Japanese beach it's around five feet across it's hollow metal the beach was cordoned off while investigators made sure it wasn't explosive they seem satisfied that it's not explosive it might be a buoy Another popular theory is that it's a Dragon Ball. That kind of made this story go viral. At time of recording, 
They were going to take it somewhere and put it in storage in case the owner shows up someday and wants it back. Is the owner Godzilla? We just don't know. By the way, though, I don't want to ruin the story, the Dragon Ball uh, theory, but if you Google Steel Buoy, a bunch of similar things pop up in Google Images. If you want to see the uh, Dragon Ball Z meme and all that, we put that in the show notes. Four. The future is mushrooms, you guys. Did you think the future was something else? Did you think the future was Bitcoin? Well, let's talk. Let's put a pin in that. Talk about that later. But no, no. The future is mushrooms, you guys. There's an article from Vice about this mushroom that's going to change the world. It's a kind of mushroom that shows up on tree trunks. If you saw a photo of it, you can click the show notes. If you saw, you'd be like, oh, I've seen that mushroom before. It can be turned into plastic, basically plastic. It's very lightweight, but very tough. They can make body armor from this mushroom. So to be continued, but sustainable uh, body armor. Hey, that seems like that could be an industry. I think they should start with bike helmets, though. A test run of bike helmets. Bike helmets are already pretty goofy looking. No one's going to care if they're wearing a mushroom. I mean, I think you could roll those out and make a little make a little money. Three pizza controversy. A lot of news orgs picked up the no dumb people, please. Pizzeria story. Santino's Pizzeria. Pizzeria in Ohio. I almost said no. Pizzeria in Ohio. They put up a sign saying now hiring non-stupid people. Did that offend people? Probably. Probably somebody got offended. It's almost impossible to offend no one. Even when you think you have the greatest sense of humor, the most lighthearted podcast in the podcast universe. Just as an example, random example. Still, some people will be offended. I linked to the Santino's Pizzeria Facebook in the show notes because they've had this thing where people call and order like, you know, 100 pizzas and then call back and they're like, did you get them made? Yeah? Well, I was just kidding. Ha ha. And when that happened, they gave, it, they gave their pizzas to a homeless shelter or a food bank. I think they were just trying to be funny with their sign. I try not to take sides, but I take sides every week, don't I? I take, I'm siding on pizza. That's it. Controversial take. I'm siding with pizza. Mistakes happen. This story will make you feel better about your own mistakes. The Secretary of Transport in Spain has resigned after anger began to rise over a train controversy. The Secretary of Transport stepped down because of the trains in Spain, you guys. The trains in Spain! The trains in Spain! Spain awarded a contract for a new commuter train, 275 million US dollars, I think, somewhere in there. But then those trains were too wide to fit through the train tunnels of Spain. So now everything is going to be two years late. They have to revamp everything two years late on the order because the trains were too fat to go through the train tunnels. Number one this week, Super Pig Invasion. And it's those lousy, stinking Canadians. As this podcast originates from East Coast Canada, let me just say, I had no idea. And did anyone 
Did anyone have any idea that it would be the lousy, stinking Canadians? The headline from Popular Mechanics, highly intelligent and possibly invincible super pigs are invading America. I saw this on Jimmy Kimmel Live. It's been on quite a few newscasts. In case you missed it, Canadians crossbred regular pigs with wild boar so the pig farmers would have bigger, hardier pigs, you know, from more bacon and whatnot. Then there was a decline in the pig market, so they think some farmers just let their pigs go, these new super pigs. They turn them loose rather than lose money raising these pigs for market. Those pigs have thrived, and now they're starting a full-scale invasion of the USA. And those pigs are tough as nails. They've earned their nickname, super pigs. These pigs are a threat to, it's not a laughing matter, it is a, sounds a bit like a cartoon, but... These pigs are a threat to other animals and to the balance of nature. And right now, I mean, what are we going to do about it? It seems as though environmentalists are alarmed. People in charge of stopping super pig invasion are a bit stymied on this one. All this time, we were worried about the zombie apocalypse and balloon invasions and the robot uprising. Maybe this is how it all ends, you guys. A pig invasion. I don't like to end on that note. I like to end hopeful. Just in case the pigs rise up like Planet of the Apes, except it's Planet of the Pigs. Remember what happened at the end of that movie. I don't, but I assume it was a happy ending. I'm hoping it was a happy ending, and what I said just made sense. And we're all uplifted by my meaningful speech. Okay, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you made it all the way to this part, to this very part of the podcast, I especially thank you. You are my favorite. If you want show notes or more details on podcast stuff, go shownotes.page. You will find the What a Weird Week info is there. Shownotes.page. In a world where pigs rise up to enslave humanity, they have one hope. A guy in a loincloth who speaks very affectedly. Get your hooves off me, you dirty pig. Skip Heston Jr. in Planet of the Pigs. You blew it up. Your tail is so curly. Coming soon.